0: Welcome to Friday Night Party Line for July 3rd, 2015. Here on the show tonight, we've got Jason. Hey, Jason, how you doing? Not too bad. It's good to be around you guys. Ah, It's good to have you back on the show. Uh, We also have Scott Johnson. Hey, Scojo, how's things? Pretty good. Can't complain. Nice. And of course, we have the one-man wonder from Deep Down Under. We have Cherba. Hey, Cherbs.
1: At least it's not a joke about bananas i guess <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay ah uh, so we yes, have a good that ch- is
1: something you never knew so that we don't overlap on jokes this is why i rarely appear with omar on atomic trivia war because <laughs> both of the places we come from produce prestigious amounts of bananas
0: ah uh-huh. okay uh so oh, yes. we ha so is there like going to be like a banana surplus if both of you are are on the show? Is is Dole going to sponsor ATW nine K if that occurs or Everyone involved would die of riboflavin poisoning.
1: That's what uh, would happen. What the hell is Dole? Down here <laughs> Dole <dull> is welfare.
2: <laughs> <laughs> on the dole. <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs>
1: but you're on the dole.
2: Yeah, you just give people <laughs> bananas, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, dole Dole is a very large uh, fruit and and general produce company here in the states. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. I think I think they own Chiquita Banana too. But at any rate, uh, yeah. So we've got a decent show. Uh, at least I think it's decent. Decent show lined up for you guys today. Uh, starting off with a rather, um, a rather g- a good bit of good news. Uh, so as as, as of now if if the Republicans have their way in this country it will be reversed as soon as possible but as of now there is no such thing as uh, homophobia because clearly that can't exist in a world where the Supreme Court has ruled that gay marriage is now legal in all 50 states right guys this is actually why I came on this show is Cherba <laughs> will you gay marry me <gasps>
1: Yeah, of course. Why not? Okay, I All get right. to be the Thank flower you. girl. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Victor would look really cute in the white pink dress. Oh, we pink. Yeah.
3: <laughs> no one is more excited about this prospect than my wife.
0: Uh <laughs> so that's... <laughs> yeah, you get to bring churro over to the plan. United Victor, States.
2: The dress is pretty...
0: Me in a dress, I can assure okay, you it's got to be a very well tailored dress because these curves don't quit, and I don't mean that in a good way.
1: <laughs> so, oh, don't worry, it, Textiles family, remember? My mom uh, is a dressmaker. She will get you done up. So nice. Ah,
2: uh, okay. Uh, hey, just curious. When is, uh, when is Australia legalizing gay marriage? As soon as Tony
0: Abbott soon dies?
2: We get rid of this wingnut fucking <laughs> jughead.
0: <laughs>
1: Guy, <laughs>
0: can can Tony Abbott just disappear into an ocean as well? It is nice as an American to feel morally superior to some
3: country out there once in a while. So yes, we can lord this one over Australia for a little while.
1: <laughs> I'm just going to get sick and take advantage of universal healthcare to spite you Oh no? <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: Go out, it's, you know, make it's, a crack about. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure.
2: Gay uh, marriage is legal in New Zealand. Well, that's not fair. They uh, marry uh, sheep. Anyone in New
0: Zealand?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Just lording it. He uh, okay. making the crack about gay marriage being,
3: uh, or about homophobia rather being dead. Yeah. And <laughs> actually, I'm rather proud to say that I think we're closer to that than you might think. I mean, of course, it's not going to happen. Racism still isn't dead, and we're 60 years past the. Uh, Sixty years past? My math is not strong. Fifty years at the very least past the uh, Civil Rights Act of nineteen whatever. Yeah, sixty-seven. Am I right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, we're, we're, yeah. we're a uh, we're a hair br- hair's breath away from uh, from fifty years.
2: Yeah, I I really actually feel that uh we that like homophobia will be eliminated before racism yeah. is eliminated, which is kind of uh, I guess sad, but uh. Mm. I think it's an an easier thing to just to get rid of as a society.
3: Mm. Yeah. Well, if you look at the huge learning curve that we've gone through in the past 10, 15 years, and I hate to lay this at the feet of will and grace, but I think that that sort of thing had a lot to do with it. We didn't have... We didn't really have widespread TV and, you know, there was no internet and movies weren't the huge blockbusters that they are now back when the Civil Rights Act was being passed. But we have had the confluence of all those influences on culture now, so um, the, the homosexual uh, acceptance in America has really moved a lot faster than I think the race, uh, the race acceptance ever will yeah but, and I don't want to speak for, on behalf of any company or publication that I might be involved in. <laughs> I'm just speaking on my own here, but um, I was really, really pleasantly surprised when the people that we talked to, interviewed, polled, reached out to on Facebook this past week overwhelmingly were in support of gay marriage after the adoption or after the Supreme Court ruling. yeah I think so it's I, been I was expecting me. it to be much more even-handed and it was not it was not even-handed at all yeah
0: i think it's very much the case that um the big amount of the perception of um homophobic prejudice in in at least this country is very much due to a very vocal very minor minority granted there is still there is still homophobia i'm not gonna pretend that that the levels at which it exists could couldn't qualify as a wide scale but it's definitely not as bad as it was even i would even i would say 20 years ago much you know much less 5 or 10 and i think a big part of that is because unlike racism where we have this very you know big physical appearance difference between say a black person and a white person where people can sort of get that that other aversion feeling That is is a big driver of of racism that, oh, that's the other. It's an it's a different group. Gay people can be in the same racial group as you. So
2: yeah, it's even it's it's even. Yeah. Uh, I think I was about to make a point similar to yours, which is you know like you're more likely to be friends with somebody who's gay than necessarily know somebody. I mean, be friends with somebody of another race, just the way the United States is currently set up. Yeah. In you know these white enclave suburbs, um, and uh, how we've oriented you know just housing in general.
0: Yeah. You
3: talk about the silent majority, though, and that's how it aligns when it comes down to a vote. Oh,
2: oh, the silent majority.
0: Yeah, sorry, go. <laughs> sorry.
3: Right. right. You're talking about the silent majority in the United States, which, when you go to the polls, it's very, very even. Republicans, Democrats. The Democrats in this past election cycle happen to be a little bit above the last presidential election cycle I'm talking about. Yeah. But um, there's a lot in people who don't go out to vote, and by and large, <laughs> by and large, they're Democrats.
0: Yeah and i think it's i think it's becoming more and more that the especially in the in the younger demographics you know obviously when it comes to political voting we're only talking about 18 and over but as as we have a society that is built more and more upon this very global culture you know, founded on the Internet, Matt Rapid Communication and and building social groups, not on physicality, but on interest. I think it's more of the case that these younger demographics coming in to vote are more energized as voters and they are go- they are skewing culturally much more towards the liberal end of the political spectrum. So I think over time, I don't know it's if they're a- much more energized yeah. as voters yeah.
3: because our right. last election cycle is historically <laughs> one of the, l- the slowest. Lowest
2: for, especially for uh, under thirty voters. Hmm. And if uh, you look at the 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 eighteen, is, to- they don't realize that there's an election every not more than just every four years <laughs> right <laughs> well i was that's what i was going to say while, while jason was talking in america
0: the the only he want he clarified that he was talking about the presidential election for america yeah people really only care about the presidential election because who wants to schlep all the way to the local voting center for the school board for the one school board member that's on the ballot and that's the only thing well, the ballot's about
3: you know. That's not true, and that's the huge problem: is that the midterm elections that generally decide the composition of Congress oh, yeah, I, I are know. so much more effective. They have so much more of an effect I, on what happens yeah. in the nation in the presidential. I, election I know. I, I was
0: being hyper. I was being a bit hyperbolic yeah. about it. I mean that that oh. is the yeah. That, that is my sarcasm like,
3: meter was broken. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> yeah,
0: Sorry, sarcasm. buddy. Yeah. turn my headlights on.
1: <laughs> well, the reason everybody cares is because everybody loves a big show. Yeah. That's why everyone cares about the presidential election. Everyone wants to see the winner who sits at the top. Nobody wants to see the 400 winners who all sit at the top of their respective little kingdoms mm-hmm. uh, who then argue it out for the next four years in a big room. Scott, you're we, looking we, we rather um,
0: morally superior over there. What, what, what is your take on this? Your Wait, up? <laughs> yeah, you had a halo there for a second. Huh.
2: Uh, no, oh, now I mean, again. it's just what I was just saying, which is oh. uh, the local elections are where all the big de- a lot of decisions come down. And
0: no, I I don't mean metaphorically. Don't
2: I, it looks on ow. your webcam like you have a halo <laughs> over your. Head. Oh, I have a halo. I'm like, I'm like, wait, why are you calling on me? <laughs>
0: there you are. There it is again. Tilt your head forward.
3: Huh. Oh, Scott. There
2: it, it is. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: cool. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's funny <laughs> I didn't realise I had that on <laughs> Anyway
1: yeah, Also I think another way That gay marriage might have been an easier Fight than racism on this one Is simply because gay people Can be part of, and are part of All minorities You very rarely mm-hmm. see a Black gay, uh, not a black gay guy A black white guy You very rarely see a Puerto Rican Black white guy, <laughs> black, guy black white guy Whereas Black gay, black gay guys, Puerto Rican gay guys... Puerto black Rican gay women, Black gay women, Asian gay women, Asian gay men... Everyone. Everyone's got gays. Yep. So it's a lot easier to look around in your section of the community and say, yeah, Jimmy, he's a good boy. Likes boys, so what? He's a good boy.
2: The other important part is uh, because they generally don't have... Uh they don't necessarily have kids and stuff. A lot of times, they'll have a lot more disposable income, which mm. makes them targeted by businesses and yeah. and politicians for money.
0: And oh boy, the marriage industry is going to be getting one hell of a kick.
2: I'm actually interested to see, you know, like primarily uh, equality has been a democratic issue, but I'm wondering over the next like 20 years whether the gay block of voters will actually <laughs> not be as monolithic. As they have been within the Democratic Party, and that mm-hmm. they they will actually like be like, I don't need to pay taxes. I don't have any, you know, kids or <laughs> wow, you know, that would be one classes. hell of a I, way. I, I I encounter, I mean, I you you do encounter, you know, uh, Republicans that are you know log cabin Republicans, and they're always pretty <laughs> interesting because you're always like your party kind of hates you.
0: <laughs> yeah. That would be one way for the for the Republican Party to get gay people. Yeah, why should you have to play? Why should you have to pay taxes for schools? <laughs> uh, I wonder. I wonder. I well, wonder though, sure. what the is? Republican. I wonder though, what is the what is the rate of adoption for gay couples? Because that that's another part of it.
2: It depends if it's legal in the state that you're in. Well, I'm on it. I'm googling. Go, Jason. Use your amazing journalism yeah, power. I mean, well, that's, powers. I mean that's, really the, that's really the crazy thing, is we just legalized gay marriage, but you can still be fired at your job for getting gay married at, in, like, ridiculous. like, 20-some states. Mm. Cause there's and no there's, also, uh, there's also no... Sh-
1: well, I think there's... Well, I can't remember the exact number, but there is a number of states that have basically said, okay, no marriage licenses for anyone.
2: <laughs> Fuck the lot of you. <laughs> what the fuck are they doing?
0: <laughs> well, so I like
2: Rand. Rand Paul was suddenly like, "Hey guys, we should just go get the government out of marriages completely." Now oh. that we have to have everybody get married. Oh, oh, really? Oh, yeah. Really? Really? Really, fair, really?
1: He's been saying that. He has been saying that for quite some time. But let's also not forget that states' rights and I just want the government out is also Ron and Rand's Paul' way of saying it would be inconvenient for me to state my position on this question.
2: Yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) The assertion that you can be fired from your job for being gay is actually up in the air, I think. You're going to see it challenged very, very soon. Because if the 14th (laughs) Amendment... If the 14th Amendment protection for marriage extends to all states, then the 14th Amendment protection for employment also will extend all.
2: all oh, I, states. I agree. You know? It's going to be another case, and uh, I'm sure it'll be another 5-4 unless the Supreme Court changes. And
0: then you have the problem where you have attorney generals of states saying, Hey, yeah, um, no, 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 we are going to ignore the Supreme Court. What?
3: You have to pick a side, according to the Alabama, what was it, the chief attorney for the <laughs> attorney general said, um, you have to pick a side, this is a matter of heaven and hell, we're a Christian nation, we're a Christian state, we're obligated to uphold the holy laws of God, and you're like, mm, okay, alright, clearly you didn't pass the bar. <laughs> yeah, alright brother,
1: but I'm, I'm picking the side with the best parties, and let me tell you what, it isn't the side that's going to church on a Sunday.
3: <laughs> according to dot com, as reported by the 2000 census about 65,000 children lived with same-sex parents in 2012 110,000 lived with gay parents Ooh. of the total number of children in the US households less than 1% live with same-sex parents so the adoption <laughs>
0: rate is not high well, well I yeah. understand that it's not
2: did, uh, actually legal to do that in yeah two?
0: and and more to the point what is the ratio of of married gay couples nationally to adopted children and and i think this is the, i think don't think this is a question that can be answered right away because with right this now, new yeah. Yeah, with this new you know with the supreme court decision there's going to be a lot more people getting more gay couples getting married and there're going to be a lot more adoptions i figure so well
3: Maybe that's not exactly transparent either because you don't have to be married in order to no, adopt. That's no. true. But it is
0: but it is a mm. factor that is considered before adoption can be granted. Especially it?
3: by faith-based adoption agencies. Especially which we'll see how all that plays out yeah. whether they're protected like a church would be.
1: It is kind of piss poor when you get down to it because, like, Angelina Jolie can practically adopt the fucking animatronic cast of Small World. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody gives a shit. She can adopt half the fucking nation and nobody cares. Whereas... You know, two dudes or two ladies getting together. They want to adopt. Suddenly everyone has an objection like it's destroying a traditional family. But actually, but I Gerba, actually...
0: Angelina Jolie actually is pretty have- people.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, Actually, I was going to say, she might actually have trouble with a religious organization that does adoptions because she is an out atheist Really? Um, huh. And they might have a... Uh, a rule of not letting atheists adopt from a religious uh, agency that. Let us
0: stay corrupt the youth
3: further.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, that was good. <laughs> Which I is personally my the,
3: mission statement.
1: <laughs> the weirdest, <laughs> the weirdest talking point that's come out of this whole thing, at least for me personally that I've seen, is that apparently. Now, did you know? That the four, this ruling on the Fourteenth Amendment actually sets a precedent that means that suddenly open carry and concealed carry are illegal in every state because of the Fourteenth Amendment. What? No, guys, no, no, no. no. That's not how it works. The Fourteenth Amendment means that you can't stop people from having a concealed carry license if they're black or gay.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Not not stopping your crack ass from fucking carrying a Glock to the Walmart.
0: Where yeah, you can I then go and buy money. ammunition for said Glock, <laughs> except in California, you can't oh, do that in California.
1: Who... Ah, I've actually been invited to more than one group ammunition buy in California. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> there are ways and means around it, man. Oh like, no, I mean, I mean, I mean a at Walmart. California does not carry a bullet button tool with no. them, at all, like whenever they've got their guns.
0: No, no, I mean, I mean at Walmart. Walmart doesn't sell ammunition and guns in California. You That's can tell. Weird. No, no, I mean they just don't. At least not at least. No, I, mean, I just
1: got a Walmart giving shit.
0: Yeah. Well. <laughs> they gotta comply with the rules, I guess. They do have some pretty bitchin uh, they do have some pretty bitchin' pellet rifles, which I've been thinking about getting one recently. Although if I get one talk? if I get one, I literally cannot take it out of my house. Unless it's going directly to a gun range.
1: Hmm. you want to talk weird gun control laws, dude? It is easier for me to buy a lever action 308 than it is to, for me to buy a spring powered like plastic airsoft gun. <laughs> <laughs> uh. That's
3: stupid. So Walmart's yeah. big in Australia is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Actually, it'd be nice if it was. We just got a Costco over on the north side of my city, and it is the best thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: the the uh, the wonder of the bulk buy.
2: really support more diversification <laughs> of business steadily becoming like the United States. <laughs>
1: I'm okay with that. I I want to move to the U.S. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> I'd be okay if we started picking up some of the good bits maybe we can do without the burning down churches but you know
0: (laughs) (laughs) what we need to do is we need to Australia and the United States need to come together take all the good bits put it in one country and take all the bad bits and put it in the other one and just let the bad one just turn into Mad Max that's how Australia was formed to begin
3: with. Yeah, pretty so much. <laughs>
1: comes to, uh, Obviously. <laughs> having, having lived in England and having lived in Australia, I think really the biggest mistake was sending away all the prisoners and staying in England. So they should have done it the other way around. <laughs> yes,
0: we're going to send away all the prisoners to this tr- to this uh, partly tropical continent.
1: Sure. Yeah, we're going to send them away to paradise and then we're going to just stay in our rainy little horrible fucking country.
0: Well, the British love being miserable is what it is. Well, fucking oath. <laughs> I'm sure, but have you ever been to a zoo in the United States?
1: I have actually a couple of times. I've been to a San Diego Zoo and I've been to a zoo that I in I think it was Nevada that I don't remember because I was fucking blasted. <laughs> I've always wanted to ask you
3: this, though. Are are you offended by the way our zoos portray Australia? No. Not really. <laughs> no, like, not particularly. Okay, I this mean, is you know. shithole, it's just uh, scrap metal attached to the size of buildings.
1: <laughs> I'm Over more here. offended by Outback Steakhouse. I <laughs> have literally never seen a balloon onion in the wild.
0: <laughs> BuzzFeed did a video recently... <laughs> Where a whole bunch of the people from their Australian office were over here, and they tried Outback Steakhouse food, and they were, and apart from the spare, apart from the barbecued ribs, it was pretty much, yeah.
1: Like, and to be fair, even if I was offended by how we kind of get portrayed in zoos, like watching America just freak out <laughs> discovering Ruby Rose. ...has been a gift. (laughs)
0: Okay. Um, I don't know. I've never seen Australians portrayed in zoos.
1: Fuck, man. As long as they give me a nice little habitat with at least some (laughs) clean corrugated iron, I'm cool, man. Just chuck a couple of beers in once a day. Yeah, you're all good. (laughs) Uh, I bet you might sandwich at lunchtime. yeah.
0: At the uh, at the at the one time, I went to a zoo where there was a kangaroo and koalas. Predictably, they had didgeridoo music playing over it, <laughs> coming over speakers. You had the, <laughs>
1: kind of craziness. I legitimately like didgeridoo music. <laughs> no, it it's got some
0: weird sort of like hippie, kind of relaxy vibe to it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I kind of introduced my English housemates to that. We used to get really stoned and listen to Didgeridoo music. <laughs> it was great.
0: Uh, so um, we're gonna move along to um to before the before this bit gets too long. We're gonna move along oh, to the uh, actually.
1: Net what? Before we move along, I will let along. you in on one thing that I guarantee you all Australian children have done. Okay. You know how, whenever you aisle. get those. <laughs> no, I mean, other than that. Stuff <laughs> that people don't know about. Uh, <laughs> you know how sometimes you get those really long cardboard tubes from, like, posters and things like that? Sure.
0: Turn those into I didgeridoos? You, without
1: exception. Yes. It's, <laughs> like, as well as sword fighting with them, we will always, like, just didgeridoo them. It's, <laughs> I, oh, I'm boy, not sure what the verb oh, is boy. for that, really. Wow. <laughs> That'll do. <laughs>
0: Uh... So, um... Recently, uh... The uh, Girl Scouts of America were, don't, were given a donation of $100,000. Um... This, this sounds all well and good. Unfortunately, right alongside uh, the, uh, the donation was a note from the donor that read, Please guarantee that our gift will not be used to support transgender girls. If you can't, please return the money. Um... Three guesses to guess what the Girl Scouts did, and the first two don't count.
1: Uh, Bought $100,000 worth of Thin
0: Mints. (laughs) They're the Girl Scouts. They have all the Thin Mints they want.
1: (laughs) I know, but you can always have more.
0: (laughs) Is there such a thing as uh, Peak Thin Mint?
1: I hope. I not. think that would be a bigger crisis than <laughs> peak oil. Well, the uh, the big thing that
2: people might not realize is that the Girl Scouts and the Boy Scouts are uh, not related organizations. No. no, they are not. Right? And it's not like the Boys and Girls Club. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait wait wait, so wait, wait,
1: wait, 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 back it up, back it up, back it up. What? <laughs> <laughs> no.
2: So sure, the but they're Scouts not related. And the Girl Scouts of America are two different, completely different organizations, not related in any yeah. way.
3: You idiot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what are you doing so well no the the good at the kind of uh, good great part is the boy scouts in modern times have been taken over pretty much by their hierarchy was taken over pretty much by the mormons and the uh survivalist party yeah um so they've yeah. always had a very strict anti-gay policy uh they don't even really want atheists nope. uh and like Unitarians, they took it. They wouldn't give the Unitarians a, a religious merit badge. Wow. But the Girl Scouts, on the other hand, have been totally accepting. Oh yeah. Um, to the point where they, they actually, the like Christian groups have made a different scouting organization for girls, <laughs> just because the Girl Scouts are way too liberal for them.
0: Yeah, and just and to and and just to make this point uh, unambiguous. The Girl Scouts sent back the $100,000 and more than that they started a uh, an Indiegogo campaign to re-raise that money. Uh they sent so they sent back the $100,000. They started an Indiegogo campaign uh 26 days I'm sorry, 4 days ago and they have since raised $315,000. <laughs> so um yeah, that worked out pretty well for them, I think. And they still got 26 days aside, left. <clears throat> All kidding aside,
3: right when Rylan was born, my oldest daughter, I didn't know that there was a distinction between the operating organizations of the Girl Scouts and the Boy Scouts. And the Boy Scouts famously, of course, are so homophobic that it hurts. Mm. But I vowed when my daughter was born that she would never be part of the Girl Scouts. And now the press that they've gotten by doing the right thing, which is amazing. It's an amazing thing that you can get a lot of press by doing the right thing. Crazy. Um, but the press that they've gotten over taking this step, I, I not only want to sign Rylan up for Girl Scouts, I want to be a goddamn den mother.
2: Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> I don't think yeah. guys can be den mothers. That's the only... Ex- Wait,
3: wasn't... Problem, that please? seems... That seems discriminatory. Okay, in I know for this. a well, fact... It, it comes I those.
0: know <laughs> for a fact that Ernest... That Ernest, in, you know, of the Ernest
1: movies... Was a den
2: the mother world? in one
0: of those movies, yeah. So
2: Yeah, let's we'll look
1: up Google. No, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure I remember specifically. Men can't be den mothers, but they can be involved I just don't remember the proper title for it. Can't so you can still be a leader, pictures. they just don't call you a den mother. Yeah, it's den something different.
0: You can be a den yeah. leader. Apparently.
1: Ba-ba-ba. Also, hey, I'm genuinely surprised that the Boy Scouts of America and the Girl Scouts are not part of the same thing because that's oh oh hold on how we do okay so hang on I've,
0: den mother, the, the, know, den mother training, the den mother training the den mother training award has changed its name to the Den Leader Training Awards since men can now yeah, be because
2: Den Leaders. Yeah, they've just started to add men in. I'm looking at an article yeah. where they're talking about how... Apparently, this happened in 1967. To oh, really? Hm. Yeah. Nice. The, they've just the, been yeah. saying, mom by dads growing leaps and bounds. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's, good it's, news, it's Jason, like you can be a Den Leader. You be in it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All kidding aside, it does elude me why they would choose to make any distinctions based on sex. I mean, Mm. if I were the Girl Scouts and I saw all the good that I was doing for all the girls, I would say, hey, why don't we extend this to the boys, especially since the Boy Scouts have been in decline for 20, 25, 30 years now. I mean, their numbers are nowhere what they used to be. Yeah. Why not? Well, not just make the Girl Scouts of America into the Scouts of America and give a big bird to the to the Boy Scouts. Yeah.
2: Boom. Yeah, I actually I'm pretty I'm pretty sure within the next 5 to 10 years uh the Boy Scouts will change radically away mm. from where they're at now. Uh there was just a speech they just they appointed a uh, um Gates sec- the former Secretary of Defense uh Gates who uh was uh you know, under Bush and uh, Obama, and uh, he gave a speech in front of the, at the, like, big Boy Scout conference It pretty much said, guys, uh, you know, sooner than later, we need to start changing our policy on, on gays uh, serving in uh, Boy Scouts.
3: Okay. And, uh,
2: so, I mean, they're definitely, they're definitely make you know, they appointed a guy to be the head scoutmaster who has an opinion that they should start letting... Uh, you know, start liberalizing their policies. So, well, the last polling apologize. that I
3: saw was by Pew Research, and it was from earlier this year, and it said mm-hmm. that 53% of the American public favored gay marriage. And by extension, you would figure that at least 53% of the American public favored gays yeah. overall, right? So you've got to consider that if you're a Republican or a conservative who is sticking by the conservative or the Republican party line, then you know that you're on the losing side of a battle. We've seen any number of color commentators come out, no pun intended, but commentators come out and say, you know, basically, hey, the Republican Party has to change its shade on this. We have to start accepting the things that are popular if we want to stay relevant and continue to get votes, which is hilarious because they're, they're playing the business game. They're trying to cater to the customers instead of having an ideology that they stick by. They know that their ideology is dying, so they're, they're changing it. Which works. I mean, it works for me as somebody on the far left. It's good
1: to see See, that... I'm kind of with... Oh, go ahead. I'm kind of with Scott on that the Boy Scouts are definitely going to change in the very near future, well, near-ish five to ten years. Because I'll be honest with you, Scouts internationally basically has very much, especially in the past ten to fifteen years, very much started becoming... The Boy Scouts, uh, not the Boy Scouts, but the Scouts of the World Organization, right? The purple fledgley, and then the Boy Scouts of America as well. (laughs) Like the entire World Scouting organization has just slowly been backing away from the Scouts of America, going, (laughs) "Hey guys."
2: up. <laughs> yeah.
1: We don't want much to do with you, okay? Please uh, I thought I was probably it probably
2: us saying that, right? We're probably <laughs> like, oh, well, we don't want to be international. <laughs> we could do it our own way. <sighs> I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if people were just
1: genuinely unaware. Like, I've talked to a lot of American scouts who've come over for exchanges and things like that, and these guys are pretty learned up on the scouts. You know, they've got their, um, I think it's an Eagle Scout in America. They've got all sorts of stuff yeah. like that. They've got their can Chiefs really tied weirdly. That's probably a thing.
2: <laughs> yeah, we I mean... We
1: scouts differently. We
2: roll Another, another anyway. really, another really and, quick, important thing while we're bashing the Boy Scouts, the Boy Scouts aren't controlled completely at their upper levels. Like, the local uh, groups are not, like, they don't have to strictly follow all the rules, and they tend to... Hmm. Bend most of the rules uh, that are put down from high up, you know, because they're not going to just turn people away, right? Because uh, I know, but, uh, I know, like they have a rule against you know atheists and stuff like that. And then you know, the Penn and Teller show back in the day when they did a, a Boy Scout episode talking about their problems, um, they sent letters to all the troops saying like, hey, we're an atheist family and we want to send our kid here, and uh, and they were always like, yeah, sure, whatever. You know, screw the national organization. <laughs> that's
3: all good and well, but the local groups aren't the yeah. ones who are throwing money at political campaigns. Yeah. Is true. Wow. Yeah. Yep. It is but, amusing so how the Boy Scouts of America are fighting... The, the, the gay fight is one that's already passed. And I don't mean to say that, like, you know with the first topic the homophobia right. is dead but the girl scouts are already on to the next thing the girl scouts are already making strides with when it comes to trans uh, transgender children mm-hmm. yeah they're already saying if you're a biological male who identifies as female then you're allowed in too right. they've, they've already put the gay thing so far behind jason that. the
2: women have always been ahead of us <laughs> what or is that so about they would tell you what
0: is that about A women maturing faster than men and then look at us. I refuse to believe it. And then look at us. I got a shelf of comic books. Scott, you've got po- Batman posters <laughs> behind you. Jason, your wall yeah, is just.
3: Have the exact, me and Jason
2: have the exact same. <laughs> He's got an action figure tin things behind us, <laughs> superhero yeah. pictures. Yeah. <laughs> Mine are all upstairs, that are the ones that he has behind him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We men do not easily shed our child look, childlike uh, predilections. <laughs> <I don't. laughs> Jason is uh, is having the Hulk mug for the camera. <laughs> I can parade little figurines
3: in front of you all day.
0: <laughs>
2: Uh, but that's okay, good. That's I'm, glad that, I'm glad. I'm glad that I can uh, be a den or a whatever father Meter. of the Girl Scouts because that's what that's what was like the one sad thing. I was like, man, I really kind of want a boy so I could be like a, like you know, do the camping thing mm. with like an organization. And I was like, mm. I didn't. I thought I the Girl Scouts didn't let men come on their camping trips. <laughs> you know what? I mean,
0: one of the big reasons that I was absolutely not. Into you know joining the Boy Scouts and in the end I never did was because the entire idea of camping just repelled me. I hate camping. No,
2: that's because you're you suck.
1: That's because uh, you've never. Well, actually, no. no if you camping with s- me, you'd fucking you hate it. It. camping. <laughs> ca- no, no, no,
0: no, camping to me is like spitting upon the legacy of humanity. For the past thousands of years, that's what it is. We're gonna make this argument. I'm making this <laughs> argument. Our ancestors broke bones and sweat and shed blood to build civilizations. That's what we what we ran away from the outdoors. That's why we have indoors. An
2: yeah, American but now
3: thi- you can take your RV with six rooms uh, and yeah, RVs, are a kind of RVs are canopeed, power supply, big can get screen TV. Pants.
1: I'm forever gonna look down on you for your glamping ways. because
0: uh, <laughs> uh, like just, I just don't like
1: a forty-mile
0: Look, I have no problem going on like a hike through the woods or, or going mountain biking or you know maybe even <laughs> kayaking. No problem with that. I just don't want to sleep in a forest. This is dumb.
1: Oh, it's so great.
0: Ugh, it's so great. Whatever.
1: So you need to uh, come to Australia. I'm just gonna <laughs> drug you and strand you on top of a mountain. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you best know that when I come back to find you, I'm gonna have am I'm gonna have a knife made out of a particularly sharp rock, and I will murder you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Worth you can it, try my friend. Worth it. Anyways, uh, moving along to the and um, anything left to say about the Girl Scouts? <laughs> I don't think I don't. Get, you just, would not
1: survive the attempt.
0: Oh. <laughs> are are you the Girl Scouts, Cherba? Is that what you... I,
1: I have a fucking uniform. A Girl <laughs> Scout uniform? Oh, really? a brownie Don't
3: no, worry. Girl... Or... <laughs> it's in the closet <laughs> right next to this Catholic it's, school girl uniform.
1: Actually, it is in my dirty clothes basket right now because I was wearing it this week. Are, I may have like, really? a proper fucking Girl Guides camp uniform Really? that I just wear sometimes. Yeah, I don't wear the clots. Uh-huh. Quite a but the mm-hmm. uh, polo shirt I wear a fair bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, dude.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Okay. In fact, I have a good <laughs> friend of mine, Fiona, who I met because I was looking for someone who was about my size to borrow a girl guides uniform off to show up on parade.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. <laughs> <this. laughs> oh no, man.
2: But, Victor uh, is speechless right I,
1: now. I don't get this whole thing that you guys do with the scouting, because, like, girls and boys and scouts down here, 100% normal. Girl guides and scouts camping together, perfectly normal. Shit, like, I can, I can probably list off at least a dozen of my earliest sexual experiences that were entirely because <laughs> girl guides and boy scouts are allowed to camp together. Maybe now that's you know.
0: why it's avoided here. <laughs>
1: Uh it's so much fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know whenever I, would I never uh whenever such I a encounter
1: if I didn't have to sneak back out of Gogod camps.
0: You know wh- whenever I I explain <laughs> to older individuals that uh, the name of my podcast is Friday Night Party Line. One of the first things they ask me is, oh, is it like those, those chat lines people would call in the, in the 70s and the 80s? And I have to say, no. No, people, it's nothing like that. It's dirty. It's
1: liar. <laughs> 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 this would be such a different show if I had like just randomly gone, Like years ago, just go. Yeah, sure, I'll I'll help you out with that. Victor regrets it every day. (laughs) No,
0: you know what? Believe it or not, I don't. I don't. Um, So, any any further comments on the uh, on the Girl Scouts bit? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) No, guys, nothing. Okay, cool. Um, Good good
2: job. Yeah, good job.
0: So, last uh, last topic is um, if you've been keeping
1: movement down here. What? <laughs> <laughs> Our movement doesn't have thin mints, and this comes up because I Googled "Australia Girl Guides," because they're not called girls yet here, even though it's pretty much the same organization. Yeah. I Googled "Australia Girl Guides: Transgender Policy," and it came up with a page that said, "Meet the Biscuits." And I'm like, "Is this like some sort of strange name for the initiative of, that they have with transgender people?" So I opened it up. No. It's literally about biscuits. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> I I I can't decide if this means that they accept transgender people or if they're perfectly happy with accepting <laughs> biscuits.
2: Uh, huh. Well, you know, the younger younger Girl Scouts are called brownies, so I mean, maybe that. Yeah, there a, you go. That's true. Called biscuits in Australia. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Called cookies. Yeah,
1: you know, I've just linked you guys in the chat the exact page it sent me to.
0: There we go. Not
1: Click cookies, that shit fucking heathen.
0: <laughs> I
2: detect some foul heresy. Wow, ah, you're know really disturbing. I like you kind of have crappy cookies. Yeah,
1: no kidding. They're delicious. They're just very boring when it's all you've had since you were like six. Those look fucking terrible. i have eaten nothing things since those six. I mean, in the way of go-go and cookies.
0: Oh, wait a minute! Don't you? You wow. must have thin mints. They're,
1: they're delicious. That's how. No, we do that. That's what you're looking at, is it? You poor people. They do not people. have thin Mints. How do you go on? I was <laughs> an absolute copper. I. It's a struggle, believe just, me. Do I need to like, like, <laughs> like, airmail so
0: you some thin Mints and like dry ice or something? Is is like, are you
1: okay? i would be cool with that Are you you okay? (laughs) I'll send you back some Tim... Actually, to be fair, we have Tim Tams. We're still coming out ahead.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Tell you what, you send me some Tim Tams, I'll send you some Thin Mints. Uh, Ah, right. Well, tangentially related to the... Tangentially related to the Girl Scouts topic. We have another Indiegogo campaign. Perhaps you've been paying attention to the news, but um the Greek government has uh, defaulted on their international monetary fund uh, loans. Um and um They are they're in a bad way. Uh they are in debt roughly 1.6 billion euros. And um so um that's a pretty big problem, uh, and it looks like uh, it's attempting to be solved via Indiegogo, wherein uh, one intrepid individual um, started an Indiegogo campaign to raise one point uh, one point six billion euros. Uh, it's got three days hey, they're left. They're only one point five billion away. I know. It's um, they've got uh, not a they got a lot. Left, they got a a lot, a lot left. Um, It's three days, three days remaining. Apparently, it was only a nine-day campaign, but uh, in that, uh, in the six days they've been passed, they have raised a one point seven two million euros. Which, frankly, I'm surprised it even got that much.
1: This whole thing is just insane because it's just things like, oh yeah, you know, we only need one point six billion. That might seem like a lot, but it's just only, but it's only just over three euros from each European. That's about the same as a half pint in London. I'm afraid if you can't even get the price of a half a pint in London right, then you're probably not going to be able to fix your fucking economy.
0: I'll, I'll tell you this. It is about so the right price your, for a feta cream. and olive salad. That That's about the right price.
1: <laughs> Six euro? Yeah. yeah not yeah, the best. Actually, yeah, that's a pretty fair price. I can dig it. Yeah. It also, also $10 for a bottle of ouzo. I would not drink $10 ouzo. No.
0: Uzo. <laughs> no.
1: I strongly recommend you do not drink fucking 10 euro Ouzo.
0: Or 25 euro Greek wine. Or. Greek Actually, no,
1: wine. no, okay, I'd be okay with that. Wine and price, uh, in terms of quality, quite disconnected. You can buy some excellent box wine if you want. Two and trust me, I'm Australian. I'm a fucking connoisseur of box wine. <laughs>
0: It's kind of the silly. entire enterprise
3: is misguided anyway. Because even if they were to cover the 1.6 billion, let's let's say that this Indiegogo campaign did get it all, right? <laughs> right. Some some billionaire comes along and just says, "Okay, I'm going to donate half of it," and then they have a whole bunch of other people matching it. That'd be awesome. Yeah, but it's not it's not going to do anything. They're going to eliminate the debt, and then what? They still don't have any capital to jumpstart the Greek economy. No. So they're going to be right back where they are in another three years.
0: Yep. The problem is, is that they have all the, the, and then now they're having a vote on whether or not uh, the Greek populace wants to honor or wants to agree to any austerity measures, which is kind of a problem because when you take the loans, you agree to a lot of that stuff. So... Mm -hmm. It, it, either way, it is, it is either tanking the reputation of the Greek economy, which at this point, but, <laughs> but you, you can't just say, you know what, we take, we're, we're taking back agreeing to that after we've already agreed to it and taken the money. Germany, Germany will be none too pleased, and we know what happens when Germany is none too pleased. Angela Merkel throws a
1: fit. Hey, man, Angela Merkel is a fucking angel. <laughs> you know, I've actually I've met Angela Merkel. I should Have ask. you? She's a cool lady. Huh. Yeah. During the G20 summit, like, I didn't meet her in an official capacity, even though I was covering the event. Mm. But she came out too, like, unlike all the other world leaders who stayed in their weird little fucking enclave, <laughs> Angela Merkel was just like, fuck this shit, you brothers can't party, I'm out of (laughs) here. She went out into the middle of Brisbane City and just like picked random bars and started showing up in random bars and drinking beer.
3: (laughs) She had glow sticks and she was dancing, she had a pacifier in her mouth, she had black lights all over her. That's what I heard at least. Swag.
1: I will not confirm or deny uh, <laughs> <laughs> that Angela Merkel, the Grand Chancellor of Germany, can rave it up like a motherfucker. But <laughs> uh, German, Although, tec-
0: I'm just German techno German techno music.
1: As we speak. Uh, but no, she genuinely did it. I was just out drinking as a bit of relief from fucking dealing with 20, and suddenly Angela Merkel.
0: Cherba, Cherba the Australian, was sitting drinking in a pub when suddenly Angela Merkel shows up. Yeah. Sounds like the opening to some bad airport novel.
3: Or
1: really good fan fiction. <laughs> I don't pay you back, she said. I'm sure
3: we can arrange
0: something. I'm I'm sure we can arrange something. (laughs) Can we not write? Can we not write uh, slash fiction um, about the leader of a of a
1: first world country? (laughs) I disagree. Can we, please? (laughs) (laughs) That would be amazing. Uh, I'm
0: expecting so, at any moment Greek. my phone to go ping from one of the two viewers watching to weigh in <laughs> Uh, let's see here
1: if, if you've what? got fan fiction to weigh in please do I mean you know that'd be cool if
0: you, if you do write fan fiction about the I'm hosts of this show convinced. I will read it but I don't know how willing I would how much I'd actually want to read it I'll read it as a matter of course. Uh, let's.
2: So see. I guess that uh, I don't uh, to go back onto the yeah.
0: Greek financial <laughs>
2: crisis. Oh yeah, we were talking about that, weren't we? To, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of like a good aspect of this topic to talk about. And I, I guess the question for you guys is: Would you blame like uh, Greece for for not cutting back early on, or Germany and France for just? <laughs> we well, do have a comment! As many, <laughs> <laughs> as many uh, y- you know, giving them as much money as they possibly could without really caring about how they were spending it. I mean, it's kind of like the same issue that we had with the uh, housing crisis, where you're like, you uh, know, the lender. Do you blame the people getting the the loans that they couldn't afford, or are you blaming the the, the people giving the loans knowing that the people couldn't afford them? So, I, I mean, I, I'm not sure what the... that's. It's hard to make a comment on this. Kind of. Like everybody's kind of guilty.
1: Yeah, yes.
2: I'm not that, so sure yes, about that. Yes, my answer is yes.
1: to be fair, when Greece was seeking these loans, they were basically going, yeah, sure, no, we can pay it back. Yeah, well, no, we just need a bit of a hand to get in our feet. And then the people who they haven't been paying back have kind of shown up six months later and just found a... Field of discarded ozo. Oh, no, I mean this was going
2: on. <laughs> this was going on for a long time. I mean, Greece was never has not in recent times had an economy that wasn't considered a risk to invest in. So I mean, it wasn't like hmm. it was just like the last like yeah. ten years of financial crisis. It's, I mean, people knew Greece wasn't. They were not handling their uh, affairs responsibly. But then when everything was like you know the economy was really rocking and they and they became part of the they became part of the euro and their their currency wouldn't you know fluctuate um independently of the rest of europe everybody in in you know Greece and <laughs> you know i think Maybe one of the uh, just doing it as a
1: tax runoff
0: I think one of the problems is, is that the the measures required to put Greece on an economically solvent path since the acceptance of these uh in since the in, acceptance of these loans has been really unpopular uh really unpopular from the populace of Greece at large and as a result they they went through two prime ministers in in they went through three prime ministers in 2012 alone because it was the case of, yeah, let's, you know, let's do this. Like here, they went from, uh, George, a pop and pop drew, um, who resigned in 2011. And then he was replaced by Lucas Papademos And I'm so sorry. I'm butchering these names. Um, and then he was replaced in 2012, in May of two thousand twelve. He wasn't even in office for like five months, and then by uh, Pantagiotis Pikramenos, and he left office in uh, in June of two thousand twelve. And then we had Antonis Samaras, who's been in office since, who who you know who has been in office until two thousand fifteen. Since June of two thousand twelve, they went through three f- almost four prime ministers in half a year <laughs> because of the unpopularity of what needed to be done to make the this this investment work so
2: yeah
3: it's <laughs> 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 <I was> like <laughs> Imagine though if you did that, if there was an analog to that in the United States, if the Republican control of the uh, of the House, say back in 2010, had been like, "Yeah, screw it, we don't like what Obama's doing." Imagine if they had the constitutional power to remove him and say, "We want to try a different guy."
0: Think about what kind of a mess we would be in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially so. I think maybe. I think maybe the 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 guilt of this, the the blame, I guess you could say, falls a little bit more on the Greek population than the Greek government. I think, because it seems like well, I mean, if you don't have,
2: I, it's tough because I mean, you know, they do elect their leaders. Yeah, so you it really ultimately the blame falls on the people electing the leaders. <laughs> <laughs> if they keep electing crappy leaders, yeah, um I mean, after the first one, you know,
3: yeah, said the american <laughs>
2: <laughs> but i mean I, I yeah it's just it's such a difficult i mean, if you try to explain i mean when you go back and look at the financial crisis in the United States and you try to place blame, people will blame you know carter they'll blame clinton they'll claim they'll just they'll, they'll blame like you know the bankers the lenders the people getting the loans i mean you know ultimately it's an extremely complex financial problem yeah. and you know it's just it's really i mean without being a you know master economics yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure what we can say that would be really intelligent on that. Yeah, subject. I
0: was just thinking, do we know any economists? I didn't want
2: to. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I didn't want to s- kind of slam you earlier,
3: Scott, but asking whose fault it is—whether it's you know the people or the leaders—is kind of a reductionist argument because, like you were saying, it's such a complex system. Trying to use any one kind of legislative solution to change the gears of. You know, to to change the emergent behavior of a complex system, as Rim and Scott would put it, <laughs> is is really difficult.
2: Well, I know. You, know t- you just throw I mean, money at it and hope that
3: it all works.
2: That's the problem. Evidence. Yeah, the amount of the complexity of the topic for us as laymen, yeah. uh, I don't think we could, beyond being just a really superficial reductionist argument, we couldn't really, I don't think any of us could talk about this yeah. in a way that would be i mean i think when it
0: comes to i think when it comes to politics it's it among the four of us it'd be you and and jason who'd probably know the most about it and it's a it's a very complex issue
1: so yeah yeah Mm. i'm at economics a bit but i still wouldn't be able to speak confidently on this i simply don't know enough about these situations specifically
2: Yeah, I mean, just the idea of, like, the, the country's individual economies before they join, joined the Eurozone and then, like, after they, they, they took on the Euro and how that affected these different economies of these different, vastly different, like, economies in terms of size, like mm-hmm. Germany and France being, like, these giant powerhouses to these, like, smaller economies. Uh, it's just, it, it's really above my pay grade.
3: <laughs> and Greece is only the 13th largest economy in the Eurozone, so even they're kind of victims to what all the other countries do anyway. So you, there could be an argument to be constructed saying that Greece isn't to blame for their situation at all, that yeah. anyone from yeah. Turkey to France to Italy to goddamn... Turkey's damn, not in another, the Eurozone. Well, you Turkey's know, not in the Eurozone, but they're a direct Greek trading partner right across the, the way there.
0: Yeah. The problem, there's definitely a. There's definitely a foundational problem in considering it as if um, individual countries' economies are in any way disconnected to pretty much any of the economies around the world. I mean, perhaps maybe 100, 150 years ago, that was the case that you could have a country that basically spiraled itself into economic ruin and nobody else really gave a damn. But today. We are all connected,
2: and it's honestly, I
3: wouldn't go that far.
2: I wouldn't say Gre. I, I would say the Greek economy. If they actually nosedive out and they leave the euro, uh, we will not particularly see any big effects in the United States.
0: Oh uh,
1: no! I mean, like, like it's and not- it's,
2: and I think you need to go a little further than back when you're talking about
1: countries not having an influence on each other. Because, for example, the Dutch tulip crash was, no. I think, pre-America's existence, <laughs> and yet managed to essentially crash the global economy. So,
0: <laughs> True. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Even
3: if the yes. current Greek yes. crash, let's say that nothing happens. Let's say that Greece does crash, and they bail out on the euro, like Scott mentioned. Yeah, what, That's going to devalue happen? currency nationwide. It's going to destabilize any number of currencies. Yeah, it, it would have an effect on U.S. banks.
2: I wonder how many u s banks are actually invested into the Greek economy in any yeah i uh,
0: mean I mean if you look way. at just the the cash assets of those banks, people are ma like hundreds of thousands of people are doing bank runs to you know their banks to pull out all their money. They've gotten to the point where they're now they are now only uh they're letting people do it by alphabet by their alphabetical last names. Like,
1: uh, U.S. banks are. Uh, Greece is in debt to the U.S. banks to the tune of about twelve billion. That's ooh. Nothing. They're in debt to Germany <laughs> by uh, only about a billion more. Yikes.
3: Even saying that is really misleading because when yeah. you say debt, you're not talking about debt. You're talking about structured debt. Like the United yeah. States. Everybody throws a fit about how um, how far in debt the United States is. But just because the national debt is 15 trillion dollars at this point doesn't mean that we owe anybody 15 trillion dollars. It means that we have 15 trillion dollars in non-liquid asset or even even I'm going to get confused trying to explain it. But basically the national debt doesn't mean bullshit.
0: Yeah, it's not like the it's not like Say if the Chinese hold some of the United States debt, they can come in and start taking our land and you know stuff like that. It, it doesn't work it that also, way. Uh, it's not like it's not it like you're behind on your payments on your Toyota Corolla or something, and, and that's you know someone's going to come and repo your country.
1: <laughs> it also gets a like matter of fact. quite a lot that uh, America is owed more than it owes. This is true. So.
3: And at any time you talk about debt, you're also balancing it against your GDP. So you have to compare what you owe to what you make every year, and how it's structured. And I don't want to really go here, but if you're part of the Australian or not the Australian school, whoops, the Austrian school of economics, (laughs) having debt is a good thing because it structures it in a way that they're in debt to you and you're in debt to them. Yeah. Like, like you could make a good case right now that China is actually more dependent on our debt than anything. So they don't want to try to collect it all. They're making a great sum off of it every year.
2: Yeah. My God. The number of the the financial business, the U.S., is worth $6,196,000,000,000. <laughs>
0: I love it how within a span of 20 minutes, we go uh, from Cherba's sexual escapades and the... Uh, <laughs> in the uh, the uh, the boy scouts and the girl and, and the girl scouts to the impact of the greek financial crisis on the gdp of international of other international companies
1: <laughs> oh don't worry i have sexual escapades in greece too if you want to talk about those <laughs> <laughs> i how many like is there a
0: continent where you haven't yes antarctica antarctica
1: Yes. <laughs> that is literally true. all over the world. All right. Hey, man, we were all young once. In Victor's case, he still is.
0: <laughs> all
3: right.
1: I don't know about um, you,
0: but I've
3: literally said everything about economics that I know. Yeah, pretty yeah. much.
2: <laughs> I, on the, especially, I mean, on this topic, I yeah. can go off on a whole bunch of other stuff, but on, on uh, it, just it's one of those things where you just kind of watch the uh, the train wreck occur <laughs> yeah. and just unfolding slowly, to mind towards you. <laughs>
1: I do right. have one more interesting point that is tangentially relevant to the situation. Bring it, man. There is one chap who you may have heard of. Uh, uh, what was his name? Oh, I've got a tab here. Lovely. Yanis Varoufakis. He's a Greek-Australian economist. He's the current finance minister of Greece. Do you know why? You've probably heard of him.
0: Um, is he a? Um, is he an actor?
1: No. He, well, used, to be, on TV. he <laughs> used to be a private consultant and chief economist for none other than. Valve Corporation. No, he used to be the he used to be Steam's pet economist. <laughs> he went from a hat-based economy to an economy that couldn't buy two hats. See, I thought
3: you were going to say something like Goldman Sachs or something like that.
1: Nope. No, he worked for Gabe Newell. <laughs> hey, they know how to make money. Yeah, and he's an Australian citizen. So yeah, there you go. go. <laughs> All right. Can you yeah, imagine? Like... Some, I strongly recommend you read his book. I'm just grabbing the exact title.
2: Uh, where is it? Could you imagine if we like appointed oh. a uh, like a foreign <laughs> citizen as our like head of the, you know Secretary of the Treasury?
1: <laughs>
3: I
2: think. To we... be fair, he was born in Greece. It's
1: just that he also uh, came down here when he was much younger and studied and taught here. Ah, okay. Ah, right. And is also a citizen. He considers himself Greek-Australian, but he's Greek-born. So yeah. He's an immigrant as opposed to being born here. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot that Americans make that distinction a lot more than we do.
2: <laughs> you know. Secure We have to worry about those uh, being, you know, natural... You gotta be a naturally born citizen.
0: Yeah, you can be. Yeah. Oh, you can be over ten thousand miles away from ever, the nearest American, uh, from the continent of the United States, and still be a natural born American. And yet, there's still that distinction.
1: Yeah, real talk.
2: <laughs>
1: real talk. What you guys Woodenball. do to your uh, to your external territories to people who are considered American citizens? just because they're not on the mainland of America is fucked up. We're talking people who can't even vote on who their president is. Yeah. And yet they can serve in the military directly taking orders from that president that they can't even fucking vote for. And voting is a, considered a fundamental right in your country. Well, I, yeah, well That, that doesn't
2: necessarily mean anything, because like, you could join the U.S. military <laughs> and uh, you know, have our president be your commander-in-chief.
3: Right. To answer your question, but if he Scott, doesn't Berger, like it, Michael Lumenthal
2: served as United States
3: Secretary of the Treasury under J- President Jimmy Carter from nineteen seventy seven to nineteen seventy nine. Lumenthal right, was right. born in Orien Prussia. Huh. There you huh. go. Oh.
2: Was he a but uh, was he, a, he I mean he, he's got a, he got wasn't a citizen of another country, right? I mean, at that point in time.
3: The Blumenthal's were Jewish and left the country in 1939. So he lived there for uh, 13 years before emigrating to the United States. So he, if he was a citizen, he was naturalized. Well, uh,
2: yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's not crazy to have a naturalized, but I mean, is the Greek the guy running the Greek uh, financial system? Is he? Uh, he's a he's a yeah, citizen citizen. He was Greek born. Yeah, he's a dual citizen. Greek born. Greek born dual citizen. Yes, that's what I was talking about. I kind of. Said the wrong words because you know. Yeah. Then again, we've always had strong ties
1: to Greece here. I mean, when you guys are drunk, what food do you go out and get? I don't know, but when we get drunk and need a fucking bit of a feed, where we go, we get a euro. So most of our most of our <laughs> that, that diners in, say how in the
2: in the northeast, the diner is usually run by a uh, Greek family. Yeah. Huh. As opposed so to here, true. where the we diners also go there are drunk. <laughs>
0: as opposed to here where the diners are primarily run by Mexicans. So we get burritos.
3: Ah,
1: Speaking of a uh, foreign treasury person for the U.S. Reminded me of another interesting fact about U.S. leadership. Herbert Hoover. Without coming to Australia, he would have never become president because he would have never made the fortune he used in his campaign. He was uh, No, he didn't become an Australian Citizen, but he almost did Hmm. He came down here As a mining engineer, digging for gold And all sorts of business Uh, He owned what is now Still one of the most uh, Sorry, no, they're closed, but was One of the most productive mines in the country Hmm. The more you know Uh, There you go Fun facts, yay (laughs)
0: All right. So uh we're about we're about 10 minutes past the hour. Um so let's uh let's bring this to a close. <laughs> let's bring this one to a close. Uh that was a good uh that was a good bunch of topics with lots of good opinions and uh and insights. So thank you to uh Jason and Scott. Thank you guys both. Cherba, you could have done better. And uh <laughs> Yeah. Yeah and um, my next parents th- said the same thing <laughs> next week uh, we will endeavor to do a uh, next week I'll be at Kineticon so we will uh, attempt to do a, uh, a live uh, in person show at Kineticon we'll probably have George we'll probably have Vega uh, we'll, I'll try to wrangle Rim and Scott though they're going to be uh, pretty busy as you might uh, imagine I believe are, are they running the panels department at kineticon i think
2: yeah they run uh the, they run the panels department but they they've been a little more hands off lately so they oh, okay. might have some free time i'll All be right. i'll be uh in the panels department there too you're gonna be a kineticon so it depends yeah i told you i was gonna be a kineticon
0: <laughs> i you know so many people have told me <laughs> <you> they're <laughs> gonna be a kineticon it's hard to keep the the running tab of who's gonna be there but at any rate we're going to uh try to wrangle a li- wrangle together a live uh, show of acceptable vices. Um, we'll do our turbo. I'll do my level best to get you on uh, via Skype. Um, I'm not exactly sure how that's going to work out. May that have could to. Be,
1: that could be dangerous. With me, Scott Johnson, and Skojo that might actually be enough Scots to reach critical mass.
0: Uh, you you know what? You know what? If Scott Rubin is on there. If I Scott, just said Scott
1: Johnson twice. Yes, you did. <laughs> Um, i meant scott rubin in there somewhere
0: we'll have the uh we'll have to try scott we'll have the try scott fector watch out um but uh yeah we'll endeavor to have a uh a live canada show with Cherba. um but uh the with Cherba is the diciest part doing a live show there is not very dicey <laughs> at all um so with that being said thank you all again if for like uh do
1: be disappointed
0: yeah Cherba, Cherba, Chir- do you want to do you want to put a put together a little short thing, for for next week too?
1: If you're nah, so. Nah, no, with that amount of people there, you'll be able to fill it, whether I'm there or not. It's just whether the jokes are shitty or not. <laughs> if I'm there, they'll be shitty. I guarantee it. Well,
0: <laughs> well, you know what? It's an acceptable vices, and Derek is going to be there too, so he might play one of his games. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, anyways, well, you guys will find out what it's going to be when you listen to it. Uh, in the meantime, thank you again to Scott Johnson and Jason. Jason, of course, being from Atomic Trivia War 9000, which can be located at Chirba. Help me out here.
1: www.simplysyndicated.com slash show slash ATW9K. <laughs> yep, or just
3: go to SoundCloud.
0: Or just go to SoundCloud. At any rate, you'll find a link to it just in go to the show notes. And we will see you all next time. Unacceptable Vices. Good night, everybody. Bye bye. This
1: was Friday Night Party Line. Unacceptable Vices, you twit.
0: <laughs> yes. And we will see them next time. Yeah,
2: next time. Unacceptable <laughs> Vices. Do
0: keep up, Cherba. I know you lag about a second behind, but do keep up. <laughs>